What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hanaho Podcast, where we're sitting in this little virtual cafe. Pastor Brandon, thanks for joining us. I'm really glad. This is a pretty cool place. Thanks for inviting me. I love the subway tiles behind us, and they serve Starbucks here. So it's, it's kind Ooh, of cool. actually, I don't. We don't have the rights to Starbucks, so you might have to. Ooh, um, okay. Well, I'll just leave it like this then. <laughs> if you're listening, if you're not watching the video podcast, uh, we're doing the new Zoom, like virtual immersive meetings, and we're in this cafe. And then Pastor Brandon wrote Metro Cafe on his Starbucks cup. All right, we're done here. I like the bit. I thought it was good. Uh, <laughs> we're not here to talk about coffee cafes. We're not here to talk about cafes, so I could talk all day. Pastor Brandon, what's up? How's it going? It's pretty good. Pretty good. I'm excited for this new series. Uh, nice to have a little break between series. Uh, last week, as my dad talked about Heart of a Champion, uh, Olympics have concluded, so that's been kind of cool. Uh, and now starting up this series on faith, I feel like that's where we're at. Just with everything happening in society, uh, we just need more faith nowadays. Yeah, Olympics concluding with USA number one. USA, 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 USA. Uh, but I'm really excited for this, um, this series, as you talked about just being the time that we're living in, uh, man, this past weekend's message, I just felt like you were just speaking to everyone, just this cultural moment that we're in of division of, uh, worry and fear and, uh, fear that is valid and fear that is like, clickbait fear mongering um it's it's wild out there so could you just open peel back the curtain like how you got to this as the series well i mean you just look at everything that's happening right now right and um i feel feel like starting off the message is just the time is right for the people of faith to face whatever's happening with courage and faith that god is not only in control but is empowering us uh, to do things for him and to not sit back and be afraid or, or sit in fear. Um, in the live service, and in, this didn't happen on the broadcasted service, but the live service, I talked about how, you know, you can tell it's mango season in Hawaii when there's mangoes everywhere. And my family loves eating mangoes. And, you know, the, the time is right for mangoes when the flowers on the trees are gone, the mango flowers on the trees. And you see mangoes in different farmers markets or Chinatown, and you just know the time is right for mangoes, and it's a great time of the year. Well, more than that, the time is ripe right now for the people of faith to be responding in faith to what's going on. There's so much division that's happening, and with everything that's going on with uh, the Delta variant, with schools and athletics and government mandates and this and that and testing and all these varied opinions, and there's so many opinions, it's so easy to want to say, we're right, you're wrong, and you don't know what you're talking about, we should be doing, and hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but it gets bad when the people of God start arguing within themselves, mm. and instead of making Jesus the main thing, we make everything else the main thing, and on the weekend service, I wanted to really emphasize, hey, if we're going to live by faith, it really starts by knowing what is our faith in, right? Our faith isn't in the government, or in the vaccine, or in opinions about the vaccine, or even in our personal freedoms, or you can't make me take this, or our faith isn't in any of that. Our faith is in Christ and Christ alone. And if we don't make Christ the main thing, everything else easily becomes the main thing mm-hmm. um, and our differences. You know, what's funny is um, that, that scripture that talks about in Psalms, I believe, how good and pleasant it is when we live together in unity. Um, unity is so hard because there's so many varied opinions. 
And when opinions fracture us, especially in the family of God, uh, it's so much better when we can rally around what we do have in common. That's Christ. And if we forget that Christ and our faith in Christ, the faith that saves us, but then also the faith that we can live by, uh, if we forget all that, then we just get reduced to these ideas, these um, these minimums that become uh, basic reactions to what the other side is doing. Mm, some more so, reactionary. Yeah, absolutely. Reactionary. And then also uh, we start feeding off people who think similarly to we, how we do. You know, the echo chamber idea, the social media algorithm idea that we just start listening to more people who are like us. And then people who don't think like us are definitely against us. That's a hard topic to be in. And I think as the people of God, we have to respond to fear with faith. And this isn't to say one side of the vaccine debate is right or the other is wrong. Because, because you know, when it comes down to it, I, in my opinion, I think both sides can operate by fear. Like mm-hmm. we can think that we're afraid to catch the virus, spread the virus. Therefore, we get vaccinated and all these kind of things. And hey, there's legitimacy to that. The other side of it is saying you can't make me do things. The government can't force me or control me. And, you know, there's fear about what's in the vaccine itself. I don't want to put that poison in my body. And hey, there's opinions all over the place. I think both sides can operate by fear. So how do we all together from both sides be affected by this? I think it's by saying, okay, how do we respond in faith and love? And and basically the idea that even though you think differently than I do, I can respect what you say. And even though it doesn't directly dictate how I'm going to live, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to love and respect even people that the other side of the opinion that I am. So I think in the end of this, um, living by faith uh, isn't as easy as we make it sound, but it is saying that in a world that is dictated and uh, driven by fear, that we choose to live with courage and with trust that our God is in control. Mm, that's really good. I like that. Um, it's not like necessarily about anything, really. It's like it's OK. You have your thoughts on the vaccine. You have your thoughts on this, that, whatever. But it's like, what's the next level behind that? And so it's not like surface level reactionary as a church as like the series it's okay this is what's going on but this is what's most important this is what's driving what's going on right now yeah so i like that well that's the i think the hard part about it is that when it comes down to it um faith is really having confidence in what we hope for Mm -hmm. right we hope that things are going to change they're going to normalize um we hope that this virus will go away and all these things it's assurance of things that we don't see And, you know, when I think about the current condition, the climate that we're living in, it almost feels like a year ago. I alluded to this in the message where a year ago we were divided over different things now. And Mm -hmm. there's always going to be division over different things. But if we begin to alienate and create enemies over the other side, then we are missing the idea that Christ came and saved me just as much as he saved you, even though you think differently than I do. Yeah. And if we're both saved by grace, how can we find common ground here? That's that's a tough that's a tough proposition. But it's still something that we need to consider. I I uh like to think of it as um Jesus reaching out to the Samaritan or to the tax collector, you know, the yeah. people that were the lowest of the low. And like when I read stories like that, I try to put the people that I disagree with, you know, the people that are like, how could you even think like that? How could you like xyz the people that are just uh on the other complete opposite side of whatever i uh think whether whatever politically if they think that instant coffee is good 
Uh, sorry, <laughs> Cam. Uh, <laughs> um, like the people that I think are the like complete opposite of me. I try to put those those people in and, and challenge myself by saying like Jesus intentionally went out of his way to go and reach out to them. So why shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this whole series is going to be how do we live by faith versus by fear? Because fear dictates and drives so many of our decisions if we're not careful. It's almost as if our natural default is to look out for ourselves or to protect ourselves and for a very good reason, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, if we're letting fear dictate how we live and determine the things that we do say and react in, then we're not living in a way that's trusting that God actually is in control. You know, one thing that I didn't mention on the recorded service, uh, but I did in the live service, was on Sunday morning, there was this huge fire over on St. Island. And from our house, which is miles away, we could see the smoke coming up. And because we're kind of on a hill, we can actually see the fire. So my daughter looks out the window and she goes, Dad, it's a fire. Oh, that's not good and everything. And my two-year-old son who had just seen my brother, um, he bought you barbecuing at the beach house that we were at. So the, la- the last thing he knows about fire is uh, Jared cooking food. He looks at the window and he goes, Uncle Jared cooking fire. I said, no, that's, that's not Uncle Jared cooking. It's a bad fire. And it was, it was a really bad fire. It was in the news and everything. Three alarm fire. Mm. You know, if I was like a block away from that fire, as some of the firsthand videos that made the news were, um, it would seem like a really bad thing. Like things are out of control, right? But because I'm miles away, I know that the fire department's coming and I know that something's going to happen and people have it under control. And if we can remember that if we're right in the thick of what's going on, it feels like we're right next to this fire. Things seem out of control, right? But God doesn't have that perspective. He is miles away from it, looking, looking not necessarily down on it, but looking at it from a broader perspective. And because he himself is in control, we can have faith. We can trust that even though things are so crazy right now, God is in control. And what do I need to do? I need to love God. I need to love people and make sure it's not about me and just what I want and my my opinions and what works best for me. But how do I love and serve those that are around me, that, that those that he puts in front of me? And let that be the thing that uh, determines how I live my life. So I think that's another way of uh, the practical. So how do we have faith in God? How do we trust him? We don't freak out. Remember that he's in control and we make sure that we take care of what's right in front of us. And not turn a blind eye to the broader issues, but when the broader issues hit, it's saying, okay, let's remember that even though, even though this is big and it feels out of control, it's not. God is mm-hmm. here and he's still. Yeah, um, it's, it's kind of that idea of like putting yourself into the mindset of uh, yourself down the line. Like uh, to close out the message, to kind of uh, bring it all home you shared a quote from philip yancey which is faith means believing in advance or only makes sense in reverse uh and that concept of like looking back and saying okay even though that was like a rough situation completely valid all of my worries my fears my anxieties made sense in that moment now looking back as i'm through it i can see like god was with me that whole time and like i think that a a big mark of spiritual maturity spiritual like depth is to be in those moments and be able to look how am i trying to say this look back while you're still in it you know yeah yeah like 
put yourself forward on the timeline and say, I'm proud that when I was going through it, I was living like I was like God was with me. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a big part of that, right? Of looking back at what God has already done and then believing that because he's done it, that he's going to continue to do it. I mean, that's a big part of faith also, right? So the Yancey quote about believing in advance for what only would make sense in reverse is almost like saying, when you look back to what God has already done, faith is like saying, oh, I see what he did then. Or, you know, I see because I trusted him how it worked out. Or the negative, if I, I didn't trust him, I should have, right? Mm-hmm. And that should inform my decision right now. So faith a lot of times is also when you're, when you're in it, in the moment right now, is saying, do I believe that God is in control and he's worth trusting and therefore doing it his way instead of the way that I want to do it right now? Mm, oh, that's good. Um, and that's, I think, very applicable uh, to little moments. Um, you know, we were speaking to the this divisiveness of everything. And uh, I think those little moments of like, do I want to pop off in this comment section right now? Or like, do I reply to this person's story? Like, is that living by faith? Um, man, because that's what gets me lately. It's like you're just scrolling and like it's this completely innocent picture that someone posts or like it doesn't look very controversial. And then you go down to the comments and there's one comment that has like 300 replies and you're just like, ooh, that's juicy. There's some drama there. You got to click like view all. (laughs) Don't read the comments. There's nothing good in the comments. Like, uh. Man, it's, it's those, like, things that we think are insignificant that, like, uh, I mean, Jesus always said, if you're faithful in the little, then you could be faithful in the large. And it's, like, those yeah. little moments of not uh, sending a snarky response to someone or uh, right. making a post that is, like, passive-aggressive, um, that kind of, like, little moments of faith of saying, like, you know what? this isn't my place to say this or that. And I'm just going to trust God and live like that. Yeah. 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 It's almost like living by faith. Well, we think it might be this um, incredibly spiritual thing. And, you know, maybe you wear long flowing robes and you just quote scripture all day and it may be, but I think a lot of times faith is where we put our trust and therefore how that manifests and how we act and live. So like if I am um, quick with my words and quick to respond and, in a negative way that could be where I'm not living by faith that I'm trusting that God is in control and he's going to do good things and I don't have to force it and make it happen. So we see that happen though. You know, like when fear starts um, running our lives, we, we do dumb things. In fact, I look at my life and boy, there's a bunch of dumb things that out of fear, I made bad decisions on bad purchases, bad agreements, uh, bad schedule choices because of fear and what, might not happen or, you know, what are they going to think? Or if I don't get this or I don't do this, then they're going to, they might think that I'm, you know, mm-hmm. and fear can totally drive that where it um, probably shouldn't. So to live by faith is by choosing to not let fear determine and tell me what to do. Some people think that um, fear and faith are polar opposites. And if you're living by faith, then there should be no fear. I don't know if I totally agree with that. Um, in my opinion, fear and faith are, are almost present simultaneously, but you choose which one you listen to most because 
you know, you look at Peter walking on water, stepping out of the boat, there was definitely faith. But I wonder if the fear element didn't all of a sudden take over the faith, but rather he paid attention more to the fear. So uh, I did want to ask you about that because there is the the phrase like faith over fear and all of that. But I mean, yeah. at a certain point, we've got like a survival mechanism, you know, like I've got faith that like I could jump off of this rock into the water, but like I'm also fearful that I'm going to get hurt, you know? So yeah. What's the line for you? Like, how do you navigate that faith and fear existing at the same time? Yeah, I don't know if fear is always a 24-7, 100% a bad thing. You talk about survival mechanism, right? Like when I see my kids playing on something dangerous, I'm afraid they're going to get hurt. It's, I think it's wise for me to say, hey, get down and help them off of it, right? Versus I have faith they're going to be fine because that's kind of foolish, right? Mm-hmm. So there isn't necessarily a cut and dry 100% line between faith over fear per se, but I have a shirt that says faith over fear. And in my opinion, it's which one do you listen to the most when it comes to the most important issues of life? So mm. what we'll be talking about in this series coming up are things like that, about when people in scripture have responded by faith rather than sitting in comfort and not choosing to step out or uh, being willing to uh, deal with life when it's unfair or when worry just is so over overwhelming. So how do we live by faith in a culture that we're in that instead feels like it's full of fear? Hey, that's, that's good. Um, yeah, I, I get caught up in that of like, wait, but like, is being cautious at all, like taking safety measures, is that like, I don't know. I think that the the way that the argument is made a lot is the idea of it's one or the other. Yeah. Um, where it's you either are a hundred percent faith and you're just going to like skydive without a parachute almost, or you're a hundred percent fear and uh, you pull the Howard Hughes and you stay inside and you never leave your house kind of thing. Yeah, I think those are extremes. And I don't necessarily think that has to be the way it is all the time. I think there are times when it calls for extreme faith to step out on what you really feel and are convicted that this is what God wants you to do. I think there's other times um, when faith, you have the faith inside of a mustard seed. As I mentioned in the message this past weekend, um, the, the almost classic prayer of, dear God, um, I really need help. I don't know if you're there, but if you are, could you please, you know, help with whatever, right? And I encourage um, our people at our church to instead maybe change a little bit of the verbiage to say, you know, Hebrews eleven six 6 says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because if you, if you come to him, you must first believe that he exists, right? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like changing that prayer to more something like, dear God, you know, I, I believe you're there, but sometimes I have my doubts and I, I really need your help with this. And I think that's a little more realistic, right? Mm. And to say, God, I know, like, I just have, I have faith the size of a mustard seed. Like, it's not very big. It's not a lot of faith. Um, and I think that's the part that really gets me, Willie, is, you know, how much faith is necessary, right? Size of mustard seed, a little bit of faith. But is that like a cop-out? So, oh, that's all I need. Or is it, but I desire more, you know? Like, that's the mm. beginning point of how we grow. Because when you look at Jesus, when he talks to Peter walking on water, he says, oh, you of little faith, Right. And it's like, well, I want more then. Like, like I, I want more faith to be able to, to believe God, to be able to step out of things that are comfortable and, and do things that are more difficult. So I don't know if there's necessarily a line, a line of faith and fear, if you will. 
I think very much so that fear is a, can can help us, but it doesn't help us when it keeps us paralyzed or in panic. So paralyzed to do nothing, or panic to take uh, matters into our own hands. We'll talk about both of those things in this entire series in the next in the weeks to come. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be really good. Uh, I wanted to ask. Uh, you talked about this, like fear and everything. Are you fight or flight? Like when you get scared, are you like I'm out of there or? Oh, I'm I'm the third one. So there's fight, flight, and fart. So ah. when I get scared, I get really gassy because I think it's going to scare whatever's scaring me away. So that's that's the big brain plays they don't <laughs> teach you in school. <laughs> that's the the skunk defense. That's the <laughs> <laughs> you learn from the best. Um, sorry, that was. You said something really good, and then I kind of just. Uh, anyway, uh, one of the points that you made that I really liked, it was uh, very well put together, was uh, I might versus God's might. Um, it was about how we can get caught up in these scenarios of a what if, or I might do this, I might uh, at X, Y, Z. And we can get caught up in that, or we can uh, have faith in God's might to do things. Um, if we're caught up in I mights, if we're caught up in worry and anxieties and all that, how do we move more towards faith in God's might? I think it's uh, a couple of things help me with that. The first thing is actually verbalizing what I'm afraid of and either writing it out or talking with a friend and processing it out and basically exposing the monsters in the closet and turning the light on. Saying, okay, so what am I really thinking here? Uh, sometimes that helps a lot because it gets that onto the open and say, why am I actually thinking that? And just exposing that out. Um, other times it's still there. Another thing that helps me is uh, remembering God's word, getting into the Bible, remembering what God has done. Uh, worship music helps with that. Uh, reading scripture, our daily devotions on our Bible in one year plan totally helps with that. Things like that are really helpful because it reminds us of what God's might actually is, what God can do, what God has done. So, for me, in times when the I might types of fears, like I might get hurt, or I might something, or I might, right? Um, remembering God's might is by bringing those, those things that I believed out, and then also looking at God's word and seeing how that is played out. Going back to the Philip Yancey quote about looking in the rearview mirror, seeing areas that he has followed through on, that's helped me a lot. So if anybody's listening and they're dealing with those issues of, you know, I might, and there's fear that's wrapped up in there, responding with faith and giving more attention to faith is saying, Okay, those things might be true about how I feel, um, but what does God say about it? And I'm going to believe that instead. That's faith. Mm. Uh, I think the talking it out and like actually saying it out loud or like writing it down uh, is super helpful. Uh, and here it comes the connect group push. One great way to do that is to be in a connect group. We've got great connect groups here at Metro. Um, so you can head over to our website, metrochristianchurch.com. Uh, and there's a connect group finder. You can get plugged in with some people that are going to be there to listen to you and uh, offer you advice, offer you support, uh, and, and help you through those I might moments and uh, help to guide you more towards trusting in God's might. Like that a lot. Boom. At least one per episode. Oh, yeah.
uh, we really, really believe in small in, uh, connect groups here. And so uh, we think if there's one thing that you could do to really start growing is to be in a connect group. Um, yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, even just that concept of talking out. Uh, I came over to your house the other, the other week and we were just talking about stuff and I was saying things that were like, ah, I didn't notice, like, I, I didn't know that I actually felt this way. Yeah. Yeah. And then just getting it out in the open was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, and now I can start to like roll back on it, you know? Yep. Totally. And that that's, uh, many people process that way also where until we actually externally bring it out, you know, by, by saying it with our mouths, we don't know what's actually hidden in there. And that can be true for many of us in different ways. So in the end to live by faith uh, in a world full of fear um, is really by saying, okay, what am I going to give more attention to Uh, believing God or believing what everyone else is saying? I'm going to choose to believe and please God. Mm. So good. So good. Um, Which Dude, it's, it's so like this, this whole like uh, concept of faith, especially in like an overarching uh, uh, lay the groundwork for the future um, message like this. It often feels like one of those easier said than done. Oh yeah. One of those Bruce Lee, how do I punch faster, punch faster. Yeah. It's like, how do I have faith, have faith. Um, But we want to invite you like, and let you know that if you're going through something like, and you have fears, those are extremely valid. Like you can feel your feelings and be worried. Uh, but it's in working through that and knowing that you have uh, God with you through all of those like worries, those anxieties, those late nights where you can't sleep because you're just worried uh, that, that God is walking with you and that uh, you can look back one day and say, God was really with me. Absolutely. I love it. So I'm excited for this. Uh, I got to get a sneak preview of some of the upcoming messages. I think it's going to be really good. And uh, Pastor Brandon, I appreciate your heart of just like not being reactionary and not saying. Trying not to. Yeah. I mean, other than when we go surfing and I cut you off and you. Oh, who's this guy? You start saying some words and I'm like, aren't you a pastor? Stop stealing away from A backhook. I was really surprised. I was sitting in a tent. You said Habakkuk. And I was like, I was sitting right there. And you didn't call me out. It's like, thank you. I guess I made it. <laughs> you were hiding, Willie. Yeah, I was way in the back. I, like ducked down when you said that. Uh, but I'm really excited for the upcoming series. I think it's going to be super good, super challenging for a lot of us and where we're at in life. Um, not just us personally, but us like as the church. Uh and just us as the culture of what, where the time that we're in right now. Yeah, I agree. So thanks for making time. Uh, thanks for sitting down in the Metro Cafe. Oh, yeah. I'll be back. My, totally my back. hands keep disappearing, though. I'll be back. I heard they serve really good coffee here. Give me a quick high five. Yeah. Uh, oh, wrong side. It's mirrored. Oh, yeah. So weird. <laughs> so weird. Hey, everybody, we'll see you uh, at our weekend services online, in person, uh, and next week in the Hana Hall podcast. Shoots. Shoots. <laughs>